Instagram. You know, trying to just, you know, scare them off. Also this month, Sergeant Mattingly spoke publicly to ABC News and the Louisville Courier-Journal and dismissed Walker's version of the events. He said Walker was not pointing his gun at the ground. I saw his gun. Our postures were the same looking at each other uh, when he fired that shot. Walker's legal team says Mattingly is attempting to further victimize and harass him. You kill the guy's girlfriend in front of him. You shoot at him over 30 times. You change his life. And then on top of that, when he tries to exercise his constitutional right and receive uh, justice for what's happened to him, you then vindictively file a frivolous lawsuit against him. For CBS This Morning, Jerika Duncan, New York. I have to say, guys, when I first heard about the lawsuit, you, I was seeing, I thought I heard it wrong, and then I read it and thought I must be reading it wrong. I don't understand Officer Mattingly's strategy here. I, well, I you can file it. a lawsuit about almost anything, Gail. It doesn't mean... Is that, that how yeah, it works? Yeah. A judge will, will, have, will, will make a final decision on this one. Get the Yahoo Mobile. Good afternoon. It's 1.09 p.m. on the West Coast in the California desert. Hope you're having a good weekend so far. Your weekend has already started. We were listening to news.yahoo.com. Officer Mattingly, Jonathan Mattingly, Sue's Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, over emotional distress. An officer involved in the fatal shooting of Brianna Taylor has filed a civil, civil suit against the 26-year-old's boyfriend for emotional distress, assault, and battery on the night she was killed. The lawsuit claims Louisville Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly experienced, quote, severe trauma, mental anguish, and emotional distress, close quote, because of Kenneth Walker's actions on March 13th. Mattingly and two other officers entered Taylor's apartment early in the morning that day with a warrant in an attempt to carry out a drug investigation. Walker, a licensed gun owner who said he thought the officers were intruders, allegedly fired a shot that hit Mattingly in the leg. Police opened fire killing Brianna Taylor. Taylor has had no criminal record and no drugs were found. Quote Walker's conduct in shooting Mattingly is outrageous, intolerable, and often and offends. Blah, blah, that's what the lawsuit is trying to say. Citing one of the legal standards for intentional emotional distress. He won't get the money anyhow if his um, 
if he's still employed with uh, Louisville Metro PD, the money will go to the city of Louisville. So oh, what's up with that? I don't know. It's not lawful for him to keep the money. And I doubt if any jury, <laughs> after what, what happened in Louisville, I doubt if there's any jury that's going to uh, award him anything. It's, it's just greed and avarice and uh, what shall we say? Except he doesn't fool anyone. Walker was initially arrested and charged with attempted murder over the shooting, but those charges were later dropped. Walker subsequently sued the Louisville Metro Police Department and also sought immunity based on the state's, quote, stand your ground, close quote, law. Walker's attorney called Mattingly's lawsuit a, quote, baseless attempt to further victimize and harass Kenny. Kenny Walker is protected by law under KRS 503.085 Kentucky State Law and is immune from both criminal prosecution and civil liability as he was acting in self-defense in his home. In quote, uh, attorney Steve Romines said in a statement obtained by CBS News, quote, even the most basic understanding of Kentucky's Stand your ground law and the castle doctrine evidences this fact. One would think that breaking into the apartment, executing his girlfriend, and framing him for a crime in an effort to cover up her murder would be enough for them, he added. Yet this baseless attempt to further victimize and harass Kenny indicates otherwise in a statement obtained by CBS News Mattingly's attorney Kent Wicker voiced his support for his client quote Mattingly was shot and nearly killed by Kenneth Walker that's a lie they, they don't have any evidence that the bullet came from Kenneth Walker's gun and they fired um this other guy, Hankinson, Brett Hankinson, this other police officer, was spraying bullets everywhere. So that's good. Let him file his little lawsuit and um, let all the facts come out and see whose gun the bullet really came from. He's entitled to and should, the quote, I'm quoting Mattingly's attorney, He's entitled to, romantically was shot and nearly killed, I'll say by friendly fire, but the 
Mattingly attorney says by Kenneth Walker. He's entitled to and should use the legal process to seek a remedy for the injury that Walker has caused him. And Walker hasn't caused him any injury. He killed uh, Brianna Taylor and now he's going to sue the boyfriend. I'm sure that Louisville will want to fire his behind right away. Taylor's death sparked widespread protests and demands that the officer involved face accountability. He's a desperate man. Dozens showed up in pouring rain and bitter cold Thursday night for a quote say her name March reports CBS Louisville affiliates WLKY TV quote until we get some justice there will be no celebration there's no time for leisure there's no time for recreation end quote said <coughs> excuse me said Aaron Jordan, one of the organizers. A grand jury indicted one officer in relation to shooting a neighboring apartment, but no officers were charged directly for they, their role in Breonna Taylor's death. Recently, two grand jurors have come forward to accuse Attorney General Daniel Cameron of misrepresenting their position on potential indictments and not presenting them with the full range of potential charges. Well, there you have it, the beat goes on. Here's another story by the AP, dated today, Friday, October 30th, at 10.13 a.m. Pacific Time. It's about a three-minute read. The AP is reporting, Associated Press, official rifle shell casings found at Brianna at Brianna Taylor's scene, written by Dylan Lovon. Louisville, Kentucky, two long rifle shell casings were found in and near Brianna Taylor's Louisville apartment after a botched police drug raid that ended in Brianna Taylor's death, 
Kentucky's a general attorney general said it's the first time these specific shell casings have been mentioned by authorities investigating Brianna Taylor's death. One of the casings was found by Brianna Taylor's sister in her bedroom and the other was found in the parking lot outside the apartment. According to a court filing this week in a criminal case against the sole Louisville police officer charged in connection with the raid, the FBI has both shell casing, quote, for purposes of testing, according to the court filing. Brianna Taylor was fatally shot by police on March 13 after they used a narcotics warrant. Narcotics warrant to break down her door. Oh yeah, they're in big trouble. Officers fired 32 rounds after Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, fired a shot at the ground and they're claiming it struck an officer lies and garbage. The notice of the two shell casing was filed this week by Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron's office as exculpatory evidence in fired Officer Brett Hankerson's case. Exculpatory evidence is information that could be considered favorable to the defendant. What in the heck is going on here? Okay, so they're trying to help um, help the guy they fired and won't lift a finger to help the woman they murdered. Exculpatory evidence is evidence favorable to the defendant in a criminal trial that exonerates or tends to exonerate the defendant of guilt. It is the opposite of inculpatory evidence which tends to present guilt. Wikipedia exculpatory evidence. Okay. Thank you, voice recognition, for blocking out my page. <laughs> I have to start all over again. Uh, where was it? Okay. The one page filing does not say why the shell casings would be favorable to Hankerson's defense. Okay, here comes the... <laughs> Here comes the voice recognition page with Wikipedia dictionary favorable definition disposed to favor partially taking a favorable attitude toward our request 
expressing approval, commendatory, the movie received a favorable review, giving a result that is in one's favor, a favorable comparison, affirmative, oh, this, this is going wild, every other word is going to a new part of the dictionary or now it's going to these colorful charts and cartoons okay somebody's got jokes <laughs> let's, let's try again to read this thing If I read it a little softer, consider favorable to the defendant. The one thing, oops, the one page filing does not say why the shell casings would be favorable to Hankinson's defense. Oh my goodness. Something's going crazy with this. defense Hankerson was dismissed from the LMPD in June for shooting blindly into the apartment endangering Taylor's neighbors sorry I had to read it so quietly but the the uh, page keeps shifting because of voice recognition Cameron made no mention of the two long rifle casings at a September news conference announcing the indictment against Hankerson. Cameron said 32 shots were fired by officers at the scene, all from handguns. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, fired one shot from his handgun, wounding Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly in the leg. They're saying this in the news article, but they have no evidence, according to the Kentucky State Police lab, evidence lab. He said there's there is no evidence to rule uh, the boyfriend's gun in or out. There's, there's, there's no evidence that Kenneth Walker shot Jonathan Mattingly. Mattingly and another officer, Miles Cosgrove, returned fire striking Breonna Taylor five times. The shots fired by Hankerson did not strike Taylor, according to Daniel Cameron. Another famous liar, 
They're all in a cover-up conspiracy. Kenneth Walker had previously filed a lawsuit against Louisville police on Friday. Mattingly countersued for his injury during the raid. Taylor, Brianna Taylor's sister, who lived in the apartment with Brianna, found one of the long rifle shell casings. Yeah, they just said that. Why are they repeating it? Oh, okay. Found a one of the long rifle shell casings behind a storage chest in Brianna's bedroom according to the court filing. The other was found in the parking lot by a man visiting the complex on March 13th, hours after the early morning shooting. According to the filing, Finkerson's attorney, Stuart Matthews, told WDRB-TV in Louisville that he doesn't know where the shell casing came from. Quote, I don't know that there is any importance to them. He said, In this counterclaim to Kenneth Walker's lawsuit, Sergeant Mattingly says he suffered, quote, battery, assault, and emotional distress, close quote, caused by Kenneth Walker. Walker told investigators he fired his gun because he didn't know officers were at the door and he thought an intruder was breaking in, quote, Sergeant Mattingly was shot and nearly killed by, and they're blaming Mr. Walker. I'll say friendly fire. Or I wouldn't be surprised if Mattingly shot him himself. The officer's attorney, Kent, well, no, no credit for him said in a news release, quote, he's entitled to and should use the legal process to seek a remedy for the injury that Walker has caused him. Walker hasn't caused him anything. He goes in, he goes in after they lied to get a warrant. He goes in and murders Breonna Taylor. Kenneth Walker did nothing but shoot a warning shot in the ground. So here, these liars are still overreaching, greedy and grabbing their way along the whole story. Mattingly, Sergeant Mattingly's court filing asserts that he and Cosgrove, that was Detective Miles, Cosgrove are protected from being sued because they were performing, quote, discretionary acts in good faith. Oh, boy. 
He needs to detect these lies and just sit down and shut up as police officers mattingly asked that Kenneth Walker's claim against him be dismissed. Okay, yeah, that's another strategy. They're countersuing to try to force Walker to drop his lawsuit, but they, they're wasting their time. I think uh, Sergeant Mattingly is just hoping for a movie deal and a book deal and whatever he can shake folks down for so he can retire. Okay, where were we? Yeah, to get the claim against him dismissed. Continuing last week, Sergeant Mattingly said in his first interview with the news media that Breonna Taylor, quote, didn't deserve to die, close quote, in the raid. And they had no doggone legal purpose for being there. Continuing in the counterclaim, Sergeant Mattingly said when the door was breached, he saw, quote, Walker, Kenneth Walker standing with more lies about his shooting position. And then he shot Mattingly. And no, nobody shot Mattingly but himself or one of the other cops spraying bullets everywhere. I don't want to read any more his lies. Let's skip over that part. Quote, tragically, Miss Brianna Taylor, who had been standing by Kenneth Walker, was struck by the return gunfire and died of her injuries. Hmm. Yeah, they're trying to blame Brianna Taylor's boyfriend for um, her death. When everybody knows they lied to get the warrant and trespassed and went in and murdered her. Okay, there's more stories here about this case. It's never going to go away. Let's see, Brianna Taylor Jewish, Everywhere police and keep dangerous. Charge. Let's look at the USA Today, written by Tessa Duval and Lucas A.U.L. Allbach, Louisville Courier Journal, Thursday, October 29th. Yesterday at 7.05 a.m. It's a long one, nine minutes. <clears throat> the title on USA Today, Two Grand Jurors in Breonna Taylor Case Say Charges Should Have Been Filed Against Other Louisville Officers. Well, we heard most of that. 
in the CBS interview that Gail King did with the anonymous juror number one and two. They both agreed that had they not been misled and denied information, that they saw evidence of murder, manslaughter, and other uh, felonies committed by these so-called officers that murdered Breonna Taylor. Louisville, Kentucky, more Louisville police officers should face criminal charges for for their roles in the March 13th attempted drug search that ended in the death of Breonna Taylor. Two grand jurors said Wednesday and, and both jurors said they agree with the effort of Tamika Palmer, Taylor's, Breonna Taylor's mother, to have a special prosecutor appointed to review the case. Those were some of several complaints the jurors made Wednesday against Kentucky A.G. Daniel Cameron and his office for their handling of the case. It was the first time the grand jurors spoke publicly with, quote, CBS this morning, Gail King. I don't know why they left Gail King's name off. And again, during the afternoon, phone call with local and national journalists. In the seven months since Brianna Taylor, a black emergency room technician was fatally shot by LMPD. Her name has become a rallying cry for social justice with protesters, politicians, celebrities, and star athletes demanding the officers who shot her be fired and criminally charged. Quote, do I feel that justice was done? Grand juror number one, who has maintained his anonymity said in a phone interview with reporters Wednesdays quote no I feel that there was quite a bit more that could have been done or should have been presented for us to deliberate on end quote Quote, we looked at a lot of evidence, added grand juror number two, who has also declined to reveal his name, and we were able to see probable cause in a lot of different situations.
Oh yeah, these cops are running scared now. They could not say which officers should be charged and what those charges should be because they said Kentucky's homicide law was never explained to them by prosecutors during the grand jury proceeding. Well, that's false. They both agreed that there were, that they saw evidence to support murder and manslaughter and other charges. And they agreed that uh, more than just the three officers, the ones that shot and killed Breonna Taylor, they, they believed that more than just the three could be charged and should be charged. Cameron declined to comment on their remarks that's the Attorney General. Louisville police officials have also declined to answer questions about the case while an internal investigation continues. Now I see why my, my neighbor refuses her her uh, subpoenas, she tells the Los Angeles courts when they send her a, a jury, do, jury duty subpoena, she tells them she doesn't believe in that process, that it only serves to indict and jail black people, so she refuses to serve, and they leave her alone. Grand juror number one. I don't know what's going on. It's police sirens. Sorry about that. Normally quiet this time of day. It's 1.43 p.m. in the afternoon. But uh, things are changing all the time. So continuing. Grand juror number one is white according to CBS Carol King, while grand jury number two is black. The, t the two were joined by their attorneys or attorney, Kevin Glogauer of Louisville. And my heart goes out to the, the family of Breonna Taylor and Kenneth Walker and his family and to uh, to these jurors, grand jurors. While both jurors cautioned they could not speak for the other 10 jurors, the first said, quote, I don't feel that we're alone End quote, in their frustration over the lack of additional charges. Quote, there was an uproar, the second 
juror said when the special prosecutor announced the only charges for consideration were three counts of wanton endangerment against former fired detective Brett Hankerson. Hankerson was one of seven officers trying to serve the search warrant at Breonna Taylor's apartment around 12.40 a.m. March 13th and one of three Louisville officers to fire his weapon. Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly and Detective Miles Cosgrove fired six and sixteen shots respectively. Hankerson fired ten after Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. Kenneth Walker fired what he described as a warning shot when police broke in the front door. Hmm. Well, now, the way that is written, it sounds to me like um, the first two officers, Mattingly and Cosgrove, went in the door guns blazing. That's the way that sounds. And they're trying to uh, spin this narrative that they only fired their guns after Kenneth Walker's warning shot. But I'm, I'm not buying that. Sorry, I'm not buying it. Cameron said, that's the Attorney General, Pinocchio. Pinocchio Cameron said Mattingly and Cosgrove were not charged because under Kentucky law, blah, blah, more lies. They were not charged because he was afraid to charge them. He felt he was able to just throw Breonna Taylor under the bus and her family too. He was just wasting wasting time. And the one that they did charge on those charges the only reason why they did that was because the people Next door to Brianna were white. She was not. She was black. And they know that the charges are going to be dropped and he's going to get his job back. And he'll file a big lawsuit against uh, the uh, police department. So who are they fooling? 
the first grand juror told CBS this morning, Gail King, he had remained anonymous because he feared for his and his family's safety, though he believed most of the general public agrees with him. I didn't hear him say that at all, and I'm, I listened over and over. Maybe he said it on the phone, I don't know. They were inclined to speak out, and the second grand juror said they were inclined to speak out, the second grand juror said, because they believed Tamika Palmer deserves to know the truth. Brianna's mother, Tamika Palmer, deserves to know the truth. Still won't bring her daughter back. In a Wednesday application to the Kentucky Prosecutor's Advisory Council, Tamika Palmer requested a quote, competent and capable prosecutor willing to handle the case involving the death of my daughter. End quote, Palmer and her attorney said Wednesday that Cameron's handling of the case undermined the, quote, trust and integrity. That's that's a nice way to say it. End quote of the judicial process to the to the point that a new prosecutor should be appointed to review the case. Quote My biggest thing was to make sure that Brianna's mom knew that the city of Louisville and Jefferson County. There are good people in that city, in that county, and they stood up and they tried to do the right thing, end quote, the second grand juror said. Jurors say they were not given all homicide options. The two grand jurors said they felt the need to speak out after a September 23rd press conference by Attorney General Cameron, which they said misrepresented their position on potential indictments against the officers. At that press conference, Attorney General Cameron said the grand jury agreed with the, with the decision that shots Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified since they came in response to Kenneth Walker firing at them first lies and more lies.
the jurors call that all lies. Juror number two said the, all of that was lies in both jurors. Number one and two said that never happened. Quote, while there are six possible, this is, this is Cameron's lie, the attorney general. Quote, while there are six possible homicide charges under Kentucky law, these charges are not applicable to the facts before us. And the, the jurors said they abs- the facts in the case absolutely support murder and beyond. So we don't need to hear any more of Cameron's lies. The grand jury never considered the six possible homicide charges that Cameron referred to in the press conference, the first grand juror said, quote, this was all Cameron. This was up to him. We didn't get a chance. We didn't get a choice in that at all. End quote. The second grand juror told Gail King and CBS, quote, so I was livid by the time, by the time I heard what he, Cameron, was saying, everything that came out of his mouth, I was saying liar, because we did not agree to anything, close quote. The grand jurors said during other non-Brianna Taylor criminal cases they heard in September, prosecutors began with the charges they were seeking and the law explaining those charges. Quote, normally the grand jurors are presented with the law and the charges so that they can listen to the facts with an open mind and apply those facts to the law almost as a road map. The jurors attorney Glow Gower told CBS Gail King Quote, what happened here was it was done in the complete reverse. Quote, from a legal perspective, it looked like they were not following the grand jurors and they only wanted the grand jurors to follow them. Them meaning the our prosecutors presenting the case, which is contrary to the actual rule, close quote. Glow Gower noted 
during the interview with other media. That's the attorney for the the two anonymous jurors, Glogauer noted during the interview with other media that grand jurors should have been given access to any evidence or witnesses they requested, even if it took a subpoena to secure it. Jurors said they wanted to see video of the interviews with officers, not just audio recordings, but were never shown the footage. The second juror, the second grand juror said the Taylor, Brianna Taylor case was not the hardest case they saw during their service in September because it came later in the month of their grand jury term, September 21st through 23rd. He said they felt prepared to tackle it. Quote, by the time we got to this one, we felt like we could really go in and look at what we had been trained to do and be able to come out of it and give the city and the county what they asked for as much justice as we could, end quote, he said, quote, but we were denied that by actually being able to speak up now allows people to know we were actually in the process of trying our best to do that, but because of Pinocchio, Cameron's office, Attorney General Cameron's office, We were denied that, quote, whoever is next should actually get the opportunity to bring some justice, some real justice, and it should be heard. It should be heard, close quote. Oh, yeah, they're going to get another grand jury because <laughs> they don't want more. They don't want all 12 of the jurors and the alternates <laughs> to speak out. They got two. They got to shut this down. Glogower said Daniel Cameron slash Pinocchio implied in the September press conference he had, quote, played a larger role in the actual presentation, end quote. 
presenting cases to a grand jury is not normally the job of the state's Attorney General, Glogauer acknowledged, but, quote, generally the highest person in the office would at least come introduce themselves to the grand jurors, close quote. <coughs> Oops, we're running out of time. <laughs> I knew we would with this long one. Quote, he, meaning Cameron, never discussed anything with us. The first grand jury said about Cameron, they never even saw him. The first grand juror also questioned Louisville Metro Police's preparation behind the raid. Officers were, quote, negligent in their actions, he said, and their organization leading up to this was lacking, end quote. Both grand jurors questioned how the warrant in the case was acquired. The FBI is investigating, quote, all, A-L-L, all aspects of the death of Breonna Taylor. Close quote. A bureau spokesman told the Courier-Journal after Attorney General Cameron's announcement last week. And Cameron has said the investigation will will examine how <coughs> Cameron has said the investigation will examine how Louisville police obtained the search warrant used that night. Well the judge, Judge O'Connell, I think her first name is Annie or Ann O'Connell, already said they lied. And the uh, Postal Inspector General already said they lied. He told them Breonna Taylor had never received any drugs or contraband or any suspicious packages. They had no record of it. It never, ever happened. But they lied and put it in the warrant that there were suspicious packages going to her her residence when it was all a lie. So how are they going to get around the judge who said they lied? How are they going to get around the postal inspector who told them again and again that, that Breonna Taylor had never received any drugs or anything suspicious? I think they're just going to keep jumping in front of the cameras with more lies and everybody knows the uh, the Justice Department, the FBI under this current fake president is not is not likely to support black people. It's nobody's expecting that. Hmm. A Courier-Journal analysis of the criminal file compiled in Breonna Taylor's matter previously revealed a litany of problems 
by Louisville police, including poor planning, execution, and judgment from the moment police officers planned the search of her apartment through its ill-conceived execution and afterward with the failure to control the crime scene and chaperone the officers involved in her death. The city of Louisville in September paid one of the largest amounts ever in the U.S. for police misconduct, $12 million settlement to Breonna Taylor's family, as well as agreeing to a dozen police reforms. <clears throat> and it goes on, but we're running out of time. We have maybe a minute and a half. Police had received a judge's approval to carry out a no-knock warrant at Taylor's, Brianna Taylor's apartment, but said they decided to knock and announce, okay, now that explains the smoke and mirrors about they had a no-knock warrant, but they knocked. They knew, they knew they had lied to get the warrant. If the officers didn't lie, there was some other liars stringing these officers along and set, setting them up for the fall guy. Oh, well, we're just about out of time, so we'll have to finish this or not because so much of it is just repetitive, but every once in a while you run into a new nugget of information and you can see it's um, not going to end just keeps going. Okay, thank you for listening and your support and for telling your friends, family, and others to tune in and stay up to date on this case and so many others. Be well. Take care. Thank you. We'll continue with news.yahoo.com. Both grand jurors believed Kenneth Walker, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. Police had received a judge's approval to carry out a no-knock warrant at Taylor's, Breonna Taylor's apartment, but said they decided to knock and announce their presence instead. Oof. They're running scared. They're flip-flopping all over the place. Sergeant Mattingly has previous, previously told the Courier-Journal that he and six other detectives stood outside Taylor's, Brianna Taylor's door for nearly a minute shouting that police were there 
to execute a search warrant and nobody heard them, they were able to get one person to, to say, to change from, from saying that they did not hear the police, change their story to support the, the police's story. So you see, this is a cover up all the way around from top to bottom, nothing but lies. However, attorneys for Breonna Taylor's family and about a dozen neighbors interviewed by police and media say they did not hear police announce themselves. <coughs> one resident, one resident who did say he heard police said the exact opposite in an earlier police interview, his first interview. On Wednesday, the second juror said Kenneth Walker clearly did not know who had come into the apartment at the time of the shooting. The police presented, quote, too many inconsistencies, end quote, the first grand juror said, both of them said, well, the first one was nice and said inconsistencies, <laughs> quote, now I understand that in a situation like that, you may not remember but I didn't find their testimony credible. Juror number one said, Cameron had pushed to keep the pair from speaking out, meaning Sergeant Mattingly and Detective Cosgrove. The Attorney General did not want them to talk. <laughs> Just use a recorded message a uh, prepared re message, I'm sure, I'm guessing, a statement was prepared for the, the two uh, shooters to read. Cameron had pushed to keep the pair from speaking out, saying grand jury proceedings are traditionally kept secret. Yeah, he was banking on that, that there, that none of this other fallout would occur. Jefferson Circuit Judge Annie O'Connell, though, ruled against him, saying all information in the case should be released to ensure that those behind the presentation to the grand jury had been honest and that their work is not, quote, mischaracterized by the very prosecutors upon whom they relied to advise 
them, close quote. In a tweet following O'Connell's ruling, Pinocchio Attorney General Cameron said he disagrees, disagreed with her decision but would not appeal. Yeah, he know he won't. He won't get anywhere. Attorneys for Taylor, Taylor, attorneys for Brianna Taylor's, Brianna Taylor's family, attorneys for Brianna Taylor's family have argued Pinocchio Cameron, quote, whitewashed, end quote, his grand jury presentation and did not give the group the option of returning any charges beyond the three counts of wanton endangerment against Brett Hankerson. Oh yeah, this is the cover-up that's never going to be covered. This story is, is a good one. We know there's movies and books coming out. <laughs> and there's more related stories. You could go on forever. Hmm. The rifle recovered, the rifle shell casing. And Breonna Taylor jurors recovered that. There's many more stories posted in the episodes for this show. Get your last chat on with Su Yang and the companion show. And even bigger fly on the wall. You can find all the uh, timeline going back for months, several months. News from the grill. The Grio rifle shell casing found at Brianna Taylor scene. Daniel Cameron says Friday, October 30th, 11.20 a.m. The Grio. It's about four minutes, so better drink some water. Please stand by. We're going to hear it. For ourselves. We're not going to miss out on any good information. Because we don't want to be in the position that. Brianna Taylor's family is in. Or we don't want to be on a jury. And have the same thing. Happen to another family. If we can afford it. 
reason for this to happen to anybody's family. The heat is on in Kentucky and Louisville. The heat is on. Let's see what the grill is writing. G R I O, the grill. It's the first time these specific shell casings have been mentioned by authorities investigating Brianna Taylor's death. Louisville, Kentucky, AP, Associated Press. Two long rifle shell casings were found in and near Brianna Taylor's Louisville apartment after a botched police drug raid that ended in Taylor's death, Kentucky's Attorney General said. It's the first time the specific shell casings have been mentioned by authorities investigating Brianna Taylor's death. One of the casings was found by Brianna Taylor's sister in her bedroom, and the other was found in the parking lot outside. We know this from the last article that we read. Outside the apartment, according to a court filing this week in a criminal case against a sole Louisville police officer charged in connection with the raid. See, now that's the thing. More information is going to come out. I hope that uh, uh, the one, Jonathan Mattingly, I hope he understands that once he files this lawsuit, countersuit, against Kenneth Walker. All of his uh, information, not so good personnel files, all of that's going to leak out. In well, it's already leaked out on Vice News online, on YouTube, his dirty uh, personnel history history, dirty personnel record is already on YouTube, Vice News, but more will come out, everything, not just his work record, but everything about him will come out, so you better get ready. The FBI has both shell casings, quote, for purposes of testing, end quote, according to the court filing. <coughs> Brianna Taylor was fatally shot by police on March 13th after they used a narcotics warrant, blah, 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 32 rounds. The notice of the two shell casings was filed this week by Kentucky Attorney Pinocchio Cameron. 
Yeah, as exculpatory evidence. Well, he's got the nerve. He's trying to fight for Brett Hankison. And this boot licking, butt kissing Pinocchio just, he, he, he just, oh. Not only do I believe he's out of a job any day, but I believe he's going to be out of a law license. So I hope he has something else up his sleeve because all those politicians that are patting him on the head and on the back, they're going to disappear. The one-page filing does not say why the shell casings would be favorable to Hankerson's defense. Hankerson was dismissed from Louisville Metro PD in June for shooting blindly. Shooting blindly. And this is a so-called detective. Shooting blindly into Brianna Taylor's apartment, endangering Taylor's neighbors. He was fired for endangering the neighbors, the white neighbors, but no charges for murdering the black lady, Brianna Taylor. Pinocchio Lackey Cameron made no mention of the two long rifle casings at a September news conference announcing the indictment against Hankinson. Cameron said 32 shots were fired by officers at the scene, all from handguns. Taylor, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, fired one shot in the ground, I'm adding, I'm adding that Kenneth Walker, interviewed by Gail King, CBS, has stated that he shot his gun down in the ground, a warning shot. And they're claiming that he shot Jonathan Mattingly in the leg, and that that's when the uh, police opened fire and killed uh, Brianna Taylor. But we're not buying none of their lies. Okay, I'm looking for new information right now. Because just about, <coughs> excuse me, just about everything else is repetitive. Mm. Why they're reporting, why they're repeating the uh, the shooter's attorneys. 
They're just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> In this counterclaim to Kenneth Walker's law lawsuit, Mattingly says he suffered. Yeah, right. Not like he's going to suffer. He knows. I'm sure he knows he'll. He's going to be fired. He's going to. This is a matter of time before him and uh, Cosgrove, the bullets that were in Breonna Taylor's body, came from Cosgrove's gun. And um, they wrote on their police report that Breonna Taylor suffered no injuries. Uh, it just, you know, just boggles the mind. It just boggles the mind. They just want to talk about uh, the injury, the bullet that they took and blame Somebody that probably didn't shoot them. There's no evidence, according to the police forensics. There's no evidence that the that Kenneth Walker shot them. <coughs> okay, the police union president speaks out on claims of a cover-up in Breonna Taylor case. Well, we can guess what they're going to say. October 29th, River City Fraternal Order of Police, or FOP, president, and we'll leave his name out, is speaking out about accusations of a cover-up in the Breonna Taylor investigation. First on CBS this morning, and his name defends, oh, they're covering each other. Okay, he's covering up Pinocchio's lies. Cameron's handling of the case and officers' actions on the night they murdered Brianna. Let's see. We don't really need to hear any more from him. Let's see who else. Who else is speaking up and covering up? Mm -hmm. We have an article, Who is Daniel Cameron? We don't need to know any more about him. We already know. <coughs> Narrated by Ashley Judd. From now this news, who is Daniel Cameron? Ashley Judge, October 21st. Now this news reporting a grand juror in the Brianna Taylor case says Kentucky AG 
Cameron never gave jurors the chance to deliberate homicide charges. And that's just the latest controversy to follow the black Republican darling. I wouldn't call him a darling, but she means because he has these Republicans in Washington patting him on the back, telling him how to run this case, and in exchange, they put him on on for different uh, gratuities, is what it's called, horse trading favors for political decisions in his office, trading up the power in his office and the people in the in the state for promotions future future promotions to either a court a supreme court position or a senator from Kentucky position when it becomes available and who knows what else it's horrible <laughs> it's just horrible Continuing, so how did Kentucky's Attorney General go from working for Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch, to being shortlisted for the Supreme Court? Is that a, there's an icon there of a microphone. Maybe we might hear something, I don't know. I'm going to finish reading before I lose the page. Ashley Judd, for more U.S. politics, 2020 election news, world news. Okay, let's get the rest of this article. Or do you have to click on that icon? I guess you have to click the icon. Let's try. Hmm. Well, no, it's not an icon. No more to the story. Scroll to continue with content. Okay, we're going to scroll. And where's the rest of it? Sorry folks, I don't find I don't find the rest of it.
Ashley Judge. I guess maybe later on it might show up again somewhere. Oh, good news for change. Young people have already doubled their 2016 numbers with a few days left to vote. People ages 18 to 29 have more than doubled the amount of votes that they cast in total in 2016 record-breaking Oh, and a judge strikes down Trump administration rule that would slash food stamps. Oh, my. They would not only... Well, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll have to stop there because if I get started, I won't be able to stop. I'll rant on and on about how they're treated, mistreating Americans in this country and citizens of the world. If they treat their own fellow citizens like this, I can only imagine, even though they don't tell us, they never tell us how horrible they treat the rest of the world. We search and search and we may get lucky and find out how they treat the rest of the world, but most of the time we never know. Or I should say we know what little bit we can find out. But I digress. I need to find out what else is going on in the world. Hmm. Oh, here's a story about Walmart removes, then returns guns and ammo displays at stores. The flip-flopping removals were announced ahead of the presidential election. Yeah, leaders around the country and citizens are more or less keeping a low, low profile. <laughs> Very low profile. For From now till who knows how long people are keeping a low profile knowing that there's there's a reason for people to to stay on high alert and to in anticipation of some sort of a uh, retaliation no matter who wins no matter who wins the uh, presidential election we know there's going to be a big dust up Let's see what else is in the headlines, people. 
We don't need to be surprised by any fake news. <laughs> Senator Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> she says the GOP followed Mitch McConnell's quote straight into the dumpster. <laughs> She, she's good. She's good. Let's see what she has to say. Elizabeth Warren responds to to Supreme Court confirmation. <laughs> oh, Senator Warren, in an op-ed for now, this news, Senator Elizabeth Warren addresses. Americans who may feel discouraged this week after the rushed confirmation of Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett, quote, there has never been a more righteous time to get in this fight. <laughs> she loves a good fight. Close quote. Published. October 29th at 11.06 a.m. For those who don't know, including myself, I'm not really following this particular uh, appointment to the Supreme Court. Uh, I, I would just say that most thinking people <laughs> won't find it worth their time, so... Quote, Mitch, not quote, but I'll continue with the nowthisnews.com article. Mitch McConnell's to-do list has one thing on it. In large, thick font, hold on to power at any cost. Oh, yeah. COVID-19 cases are rising and our economy is on the brink of collapse. But the, but he refuses meaning Moscow Mitch refuses to pass a stimulus package because relief for American families isn't on his list. Instead, he rammed through a Supreme Court confirmation in the middle of an election, which he would not, I'll add, he would not appoint any of Obama's uh, <coughs> nominees excuse me, to the Supreme Court saying, oh, he had so many excuses, but if it was close to the election, he said, oh, we can't do that. It's too close to a presidential election. You can't do that. But now, oh, all of a sudden you can do that. On November 10th, the Supreme Court will hear arguments on whether the Affordable Care Act should be overturned. Republicans alway, already tried to, quote, repeal and replace <laughs> Obama, Obamacare. They call it Obamacare. It's the Affordable Care Act. Repeal and replace Obamacare care, end quote, in Congress, but they failed. Obama said 
in his speech that they tried for the last 10 years to repeal it and say, we have our own plan. He said, where is, where is it? Where are they hiding it? He's been asking them to show the plan for the last 10 years, but they they just keep saying they, <laughs> they're working on it or some foolishness. So there's really no good faith effort for them to replace it. It's just something that they use, a political tool that they use, like so many other things. The, the GOP, the Republicans, don't really govern. They don't know how to govern. They just really know how to gum up the works in Washington to keep the uh, government from working. That's all they really know how to do. They know how to crash everything. And then the Democrats have come back in and they know how government works. So the, the uh, Democrats do all the cleanup and repair while the uh, Republicans just destroy and tear down everything and everybody. So, um, I don't, I don't really want to read this long article. She's slamming them good. And she slams them good. And we've heard from her because she ran for president against uh, Hillary Clinton and the rest of the stooges that the Republicans propped up. And they were eventually able to install an illegal candidate in the White House. And we've, we've suffered with it for the last four years, but uh, Godspeed. Godspeed, that fake guy on his way out of the White House in a hurry-up fashion. Okay, what else is in the headlines? <clears throat> 30 million Americans have not mailed in their absentee ballots. <laughs> and that we have a reason for that. We don't want to see them go in the dumpster like so many other news reports say. They're finding ballots the dumpster that were never delivered to mailboxes or that were mailed after they were completed. So we've decided we're going to hand walk our mail-in ballots and hope for a better outcome. And of course in the headlines there's all sorts of Lawsuits that the Republicans are are already uh, already have in the pipeline or sending in the pipeline in preparation to uh, push back against anybody that might win 
the White House besides their stooge. Let's see what else is here. Founder of Democracy Documents, Mark Elias. We've heard enough political news today. Can we find maybe um, maybe we can find something about the stimulus? Maybe we won't. Yeah, this uh, politics will give you heartburn. So I'll end this right now and take a Tums or something for my heartburn. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate, love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Be safe, stay well, and stay healthy and alive. And listen in again. <laughs>